Hi, everybody. Claire with Clairvoyance Psychic Medium here today with Erica. Erica Lane. Yay. Welcome. Monday, April 24th. Here we go. Mercury's retrograde. We're in between eclipses. Woo! Yes. So, uh, the time before in between eclipses is always going to be crazy, but I am going to say the good news is, is that this week is a little bit less crazy than what we've been going through for a while now. So, uh, and I'm not, that's not to say that crazy shit isn't still going to happen, but I'm hoping or I'm hopeful that just the energy or the astrological weather, if you will, will at least chill out enough to give us some time of introspection about everything that's going on and to really utilize that Mercury retrograde energy to um, ask ourselves some questions, right? Mm -hmm. So starting today, um, today's honestly probably the biggest day of the week because the sun is right on top of the north node in Taurus. And also while this is happening on happening, Saturn is still making those positive aspects to the nodes as well. So we've got Saturn here to help out. And then we have the sun basically shining a light on like this forward momentum or this path forward of where we need to go. And hmm. I listened. So I made a post and I listened because um, in human design, sometimes I'll just kind of like take note of the gate that's going on with when there's a special thing like what's happening yeah. today so like for instance in human design world that means that you have the sun and the north node in the same gate too right so then that gate is also lit up um okay. and so in human design that is gate 27 and uh I made a whole post about this, so I won't get like super, super far into it because if you want to, you can go read my post. But um basically, this is a gate of like selflessness versus selfishness. And my favorite part about the whole chapter that I read, um, was its way of breaking down awareness when it comes to being selfless it kind of put it in a way of like and i like bringing it this way too because of the taurus energy so if you think of taurus as like planting all these seeds into the soil um taurus is excited to do this because it knows that it's going to grow into something that it can taste it can smell it can touch right um it's going to engage all the senses but if taurus is planting its seeds into unfertile soil then the fruits of its labor will never happen right mm -hmm. so that's kind of it, the point of that of that gate is like if you are giving things if you're being selfless in a way that's not it's you know what let's just simplify this it brings me back to that question that i've been asking myself in my journey through setting boundaries because when when you grew up in such a chaotic environment it's hard to understand boundaries because you never had this safe environment to practice boundaries, yeah. right? And so then when you're an adult, it gets so fucking confusing because half of you wants to be this selfless person that helps everyone out. And then the other half of you is like, I'm depleted and I'm getting taken advantage of and all that stuff, right? So I really yeah. like the way where it brings this into like 
yes, you can help people, but you need to ask yourself if it's helpful or if it's enabling. If it's helpful, then that means that you're planting these seeds into some fruitful soil that's going to grow into something that you can harvest. If you're planting it into dead end shit, then that's enabling, right? That's like you, you are basically throwing things at something that will never grow. Can we use the word, because I know that you and I right now, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about clients. So um, that word enabling makes a lot of sense. However, when you are talking about friends or family or whatever, excuse me, could we change the word enabling to harmful? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I think okay. that enabling is harmful. Well, you know, I I totally agree with you. But I'm just thinking like along the lines when it comes to like, okay, is this relationship, if I am going to keep putting whatever in this, is this going to be helpful to myself and to them? Or is it going to be harmful to me or to them? You know? Yes. yes. <clears throat> okay. So I love that. And I love, I think that I just wanted to simplify the word enabling. Cause I think that, um, that's a, that's a, that's a loaded word for a lot of people. So I just wanted to, it's, it's a loaded word, even for me. I mean, oh, I, like, yeah, yeah. Still to this day, I struggle with this one. Um, yeah. what do you think though? Like, cause like, see another big part of this is like trying to help people when they don't even ask for it. Uh, which I find interesting, right? So it's like, if you, and I know like me and you as projectors, reflectors, especially um, have a hard time with that. So uh, like, let's say a friend comes to you and asks you for a favor. How do you, what is your process, I guess, that helps you decide whether to help them or not? Okay. <clears throat> so it took me a while to figure out because a lot of my life is um, work and it's not friends that are asking me for stuff. So um, I had to actually think about it in regards to my sister. So, um, and it wasn't even a help thing. It was just asking me to do something. So okay. I did the the exact same thing. Is this going to help me or is this going to harm me? And in that moment, it was harming because I was depleted and I couldn't give any more. <clears throat> and what was being asked was huge. And I wanted to be fully present for it. And I couldn't be that person. So, um, yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's just kind of to give people a little example of how they can kind of apply this in their own life to like, yeah. just to start bringing some awareness into asking yourself that question when, and then also to realize that like, that is when like your sister came to you for mm -hmm. your help or your advice or whatever, how often have we in the past just seen someone that we decide needs help and try to go help them without them even asking for it. So that's like a whole other part to this, right? Do you do, you do that a lot? I used to. I don't oh, think I, I don't. really do anymore. I don't feel like I do that at all. I think that the only thing that 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 I would do that for is, oh my god, this is weird. This just 
popped in my head. I love these stories. Okay. <clears throat> so long time ago, Nikki made me work out with her at stupid gym. Um, I don't know why I was working out. I think she just wanted a friend there and she was pretending to be my physical therapist and she literally killed me every single time. It was like, I couldn't walk <laughs> for like three days one time because of how much she like killed me. But anyways, I was at this gym and this was one time where she wasn't with me and this girl fell off of like a, an equipment or whatever, you know? Like I must've been on the treadmill and she like fell off of a treadmill or a bike or something. No one did anything. I immediately got off and immediately went to go help. So in that case, because it was like an emergency thing, I don't know why I'm so good in those times. It's just the way that it, I was, I don't know. But, um, and then like, if a dog is in the middle of the road, I stop everything and I go help this dog, like or a turtle even I am, I do that stuff. But what I think you're talking about is like, um, you see that, oh, I don't know, a mom is struggling with trying to find um, childcare or whatever. So you go to her and you're like, hey, you need to be getting a babysitter. You got to figure this out. You have like, you're giving unsolicited advice or unsolicited, like stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I just pooped all that. I don't know. What... No, that was good. That was okay. good. I think that I think a good example for me too is like the way that I've parented my kids in the past, where it's like sometimes I will rescue them out of situations where they need to solve that for themselves, so that way they can form ah. those those skills to do so. Because if I'm always helping them, then they're they're not going to figure out how to do it for themselves, right? Um, but then there's also the whole other side of this, which is the shadow side. And that is selfishness, right? And that's a whole fucking monster of itself as well, because that's like when you see this energy playing out of um, I'm only going to help if there's something in it for me, or I'm only going to, I'm only going to be serving myself, you know, because you can yeah. take it to that extreme as well. And that's why I think this particular topic is so <laughs> Um, complex and confusing for the everyday person. And it, I don't know that I'll be able to simplify it, but just yeah. to say that today's energy um, is having us kind of take a look at that because that's where the North Node is. And so it's not like it's going to be just today. It's just that today is kind of shining a little bit of extra light on this whole situation. So if you find yourself only doing things because you you expect something in return, and that's, I guess that's why I think it's so confusing because if you've been the type of person who's been a people pleaser and you've been very selfless, then people will, that will be, that will be the advice to you, right? Well, stop doing things for when you're not getting something in return. You know, that could go into like, make sure there's an equal energy exchange. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so it can kind of, it keeps contradicting itself, yeah. I feel a lot. And especially within the self-help community and the spiritual community. So I don't know if you have any insight and wisdom into how to kind of make this yeah. make sense. Um, honestly, this goes back to Taurus energy. Does it feel okay? So like, that was another thing. Like I logically could not explain to my sister why I did not, I could not go I tried to blame it on a bunch of stuff, you know, like all the weather or, you know, like, or whatever. But logically, I could go, but I felt I couldn't because I feel like you got to feel it. So <clears throat> get into your senses, even if that's like, <clears throat> excuse me, you could even like 
tell this sounds crazy, but I've done it before. Like tell your guides to be like, okay, I need help with this. If I should go on this trip or whatever, um, make me smell good. Make me smell something that's good. If it's a bad, make me smell something terrible. You know, like the next thing that I'm going to be smelling is going to be something either good or bad or whatever. Um, and you could do it like, I mean, that's, that's a, it's a lot to ask of your guides to do something like that, but just like everyone knows how to tap into their body. Everyone knows how, and that's what we're supposed to be doing during Mercury retrograde anyways, is to go within. So going within and understanding, like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want this person in my life? Do I really want to be giving energy to this? Blah, blah, blah. How does that feel? Pay attention to that. That is the main thing. So you could sit here and say energy exchange and blah, blah, blah. But if, if you do feel like you give an equal energy exchange, but you still just like hate the human that you're working with, or that person is your like person that gave you trauma and it doesn't feel right talking to them. Don't fucking give your energy to things that you don't want to anymore. What does it feel like? That's what you need to be paying attention to. I wrote in that post too. Um, it was actually this part that came out of that chapter. It said, um, charity is giving without awareness. Philanthropy is giving with awareness. And when I read that, I thought about how like, okay, if I think about my own life, um, to me, philanthropy would be the things that I'm passionate about, the things that I care about. So, you know, I'm like, okay, so like addiction, mental health, domestic abuse, these are things that are close to my heart. These are things that I've suffered through. These are things that I care about. So like, I guess maybe, maybe to kind of say like, if there's someone who is going through something that's within those realms and maybe they don't have the energy in any way to give back to me, maybe they don't have money, they don't have time, they don't have energy and I could say, no, I'm not going to help them because it wouldn't be an equal energy exchange. Or maybe for the pure fact that this is something that enlivens my soul, something that juices me up, maybe I can give them that yeah. without expecting something in return. Yeah. So I I think I like what you said about feeling it out because it, it's so fucking complicated yeah. and complex to every person that mm -hmm. no one can really just give you a a uh little box and this is exactly yeah. what it's supposed to look like yeah yeah no there's there's so many times guys like trust me i don't uh, <clears throat> now with me being on the radio a lot and my name kind of getting i'm i hate this but whatever i get a lot of dms oh, my my cat is being so cute right now um uh, I get a lot of a lot of people that slide into my DMs asking me for free shit. It happens all the time. People will send paragraph and paragraph and paragraph and paragraph telling me their whole fucking life story. And I literally utilize like, am I going to read this? Yes or no. Sometimes I do. And sometimes I feel like I need to be helping this person. But if like if I don't, I don't like I'm not going to go into McDonald's and expect to get free food and they have to feel it. Like you can't expect to get free things as the person, like me talking to the other people. But like, as far as it goes for me, sometimes shit sparks my interest. And sometimes I do help like 
you know, and just the radio in general, I don't fucking get paid to go there. I take in at least like, I don't know, sometimes it's like 14 calls or whatever. Like there's a lot. Sometimes I stay on a call for way longer because the person like just needed it. It's all intuitive. Every single thing that I do with my life right now is how do I feel about it? And when I don't have to do that. So for example, like today I had the heating and air conditioning people come this morning and I, you know, like normal everyday adulting and life stuff. When I don't get to feel it out, I am awkward. I am fumbling with my words. I am all over the place and blah, blah, blah. Cause you have to like, Oh, let me put a mask on and try to be a normal human, you know? So, um, yeah, it's hard. I know that for me, myself, I have the advantage because this is my life. And for you, you are making this like a lot with your life too. Um, but there are the people that we're talking to you, people that are working your nine to fives that are, um, whatever, normal everyday people stop fucking doing shit that you don't want to be doing stop putting your energy into people that don't deserve it stop stop wasting your precious fucking beautiful ass energy well also at the same time do things without respecting something in return you know that's how we pour that's how we pour love and goodness into the world like i I also put on my post that part of the thing is is like if you're in survival mode and you're so depleted you're not thinking about what's fair you're not thinking about boundaries you're not thinking about equal energy exchange you're thinking about how you're going to put the next meal into your mouth so if we don't have people out there to give to those kinds of people without expecting something in return then we're never going to fucking pull those people out of that spot and then the world is going to continue to stay the same right so that's that's the big that's the big message with this whole north node thing is that how can we how can we take care of ourselves to the point that we can get past that level of that survival we have so that we can extra to extra. be able to give to others. Yes. Yes. And yes. I think the system is fucked and right now it's not happening. So something needs to change. But and then also when you get to the point of having extra to give, that's when the awareness comes in of how you're giving that money away. Are you giving it away to dead soil? Or are you giving it away to life soil? You know? Yeah. And that's kind of why I like that whole charity versus philanthropy, right? Because charity could be like just this cold machine of a building just pumping out money as to where philanthropy comes from a place of passion and caring. So it's more well thought out, right? I had to like actually look that up. So philanthropy, whatever, can't even say that word. Okay. So that word is actually charity, but just passion with it. Yeah. Okay. I wrote the definitions in my post. Too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see your post. I've been fucking on go. All oh, that's okay. So, um, but no, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Don't be, don't be, yeah. Don't do shit that you're not passionate about. Don't be doing, I had my whole session before this was, what are you feeling pulled towards? That's what you need to go towards. Stop doing shit. You don't want to do. Which again, right today, we're getting faced with this light on the North Node, the North mm-hmm. Node, where we're going, right? This isn't about our, future. our personal future. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Um, so then another cool part about today is that Mars is making a sextile to Mercury. Mercury is in retrograde. Mars is in cancer. So I think that this is also giving us that internal reflection of like what we're nurturing, you know, again, back oh. to that fertile versus unfertile soil, like. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, it's my mental health. It's my inner child. That's what I'm literally nurturing right now. And that's the thing that is the most important. And then like, I don't know, I can look at just because I was in other people's energy today, like their job, that's what they're nurturing or their social media presence. That's what they're nurturing or their kids. That's what they're nurturing. Yeah. So what is it that's, that's your main focus? Yeah. And also with cancer being that mature. So first of all, let's just let's just talk about Mars doesn't like to be in cancer because Mars is a go getter. Yep. So oh. when I think of Mars and cancer, I really think of that. Like if you're if you are mom or you understand mom energy and let's say you have several kids, right? You <laughs> That's what Mars and Cancer feels like to me. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's it's not helping with this Taurus energy and no. Mercury retrograde. It feels very unmotivated yep. in general right now. I feel that strongly for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but like when, like, so let's say that I am, I know that I am only running off of so much, or I know what my resources are, or I know what my battery level is at, and I have multiple kids. So I have to really sense out which kid needs me right now. You know, mm -hmm. like you said, what are you nurturing? What needs you right now? Mm -hmm. What needs that nurturing from you right now? You have, again, back to that intuitive nature. You have to be intuitive about that. That's not something yep. you can logically figure out. And that energy is for how long? This is for these two weeks right now, isn't it? Um, no. So, so the sun's going to move off of the North node in a few days. So that'll kind of like okay. lessen up, but Mars sextile Mercury, also, it's kind of short lived too. So we'll we'll and we'll talk about that as the week okay. goes on. So okay. this is mostly just for today. Like, today. like this is okay. very strong today. Okay. So today you can make some good moves, and that's like people say, like don't do things in Mercury retrograde. Don't make changes. Yes, that's when you need to be making changes. Things that like, oh, this client wasn't working out for me. I'm firing. We got to be done. Or oh, this like whatever let's get it out of here like yes be moving shit around that's what you're supposed to be doing in mercury retrograde making your life simpler i also feel like it kind of it kind of just puts you in check of like where you thought you were going versus reality you know I guess if that makes sense, like me, like, I guess a good example would be like, maybe you're in this relationship and everything's feeling great and awesome. Mercury retrograde comes around. You kind of do that introspection and you're like, oh, I just realized that actually the way that he does that just makes me fucking repulse. Why, you know, why have I been ignoring that for the last several months? So it's kind of like those kind of feels. Is there a reason that it is hitting Leo energy harder with that aspect uh yeah because so taurus taurus has that whole ass party there aquarius has pluto in it so yeah all the fixed signs so it's just the fixed signs that are getting okay i just have noticed lately and maybe it's because i'm an aquarius um i've just had to like really call out the leos lately <laughs> yeah like if you saw me on the video, if you're watching the video, yes, my cat just took a giant shit and it smells so bad in here. That's why I had to just do everything. 
I thought you were like cleansing the energy. No, it fucking smells so bad in here right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so the only other thing that I will say about today is that um, Venus in Gemini is also making a sussy square. Hate those freaking words to Pluto. Um, That's positive pairing. No, so this okay. is this is uh frustration, but more like beneath the surface, like as to where a square is more apparent and in your yeah. face. The other square, sessy square and semi square, whatever, they're more like kind a, of like, yeah, yeah. or kind okay. of also like subconscious too. Like you don't really like whatever. So I also think it's it's interesting because um while while Venus is in Gemini. I think that it's giving us a good time to be communicative in our relationships and um, to use also the, like you said, that mercury energy of internalizing the feelings based off of what we're thinking, right? So we might think all these things about someone and then kind of go inward and be like, yes, but how do I feel about it? Because you're going to notice there's there's that duality between the two things, right? Um, but when it's making that thing to Pluto, it's like, it, uh, the main thing that comes to my mind is like that fear, that subconscious fear that's keeping you from saying what you need to say or keeping you from, uh, from okay. connecting that logic to the feeling, right? Okay. Okay. I totally see this. So, um, example, example is this is what's fucking coming into my head and i'm sorry if this is inappropriate but what the fuck ever it's venus and it's relationships or whatever so it's like i'm in a relationship and i've been wanting to tell the person that um i actually want this with sex or i want to do something like that it's a communication that's been needing to come out because you're not happy so that's with that pluto pairing it's happening right now so it could cause you to have like all right, let's, let's have a conversation about like, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Let's try all new things. Let's, let's do the Gemini thing and explore all of it. So. I love cool. that we said that too, because that sounds like such a healthy way of having that communication rather than like, if you don't address this shit, it's almost like, let's say that you're like, let's say that your boyfriend is affectionate in a way that annoys you and you're kind of just like you know oh i don't want to say anything i don't want to say anything i yeah. don't want to say anything and then one day out of the blue you're just like get the fuck away from right and you just like spur this whole spite out of something that didn't need to happen if you would have yeah. just it's your fault right because you didn't yeah. just fucking speak up and tell him from the get-go that you didn't like it yep yep so speak Ugh. up speak up speak up and then um today too the moon will move into cancer so then we're gonna oh, thank god gonna feel and that's a good place right actually oh. now that i'm looking at it it's in cancer as we speak so um oh, good okay so it's gonna give us some some time to get more into the feelings of everything and motivated to get into the feelings because we have mars in cancer yep exactly cool okay <sighs> Okay, so finally, let's move on to Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, as we said, moon goes into Cancer. So tomorrow it's going to conjunct Mars in Cancer. It's like halfway through. But then it's going to start a square to Chiron. And the good thing here, though, is that Venus is going to form a sextile to Chiron, which will actually last a little bit longer. So it's almost like, our passion 
is conflicting those identity wounds that we've talked about, right? But this stuff within relationships might actually be helping those those so it's kind of able to communicate it out we'll be able to get it out because that's that gemini so i would say like tuesday a big one thing that kind of comes to my head right away is like let's say that you see someone doing something and you think to yourself they're really good at that or that's they're really talented in that area or i really think this is cool about them or that's cool about them please fucking say it because like People that's don't know it. Main, yes, that's the main thing with the with the Chiron in Aries is major identity crisis, major imposter syndrome, major just feeling like they don't know who they are or what their purpose is or what good they are to other people. So when I say hmm. this Venus square is going to be like a hard time, it's it's a hard time. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. Okay, a good way to put it would be like tomorrow, you feel like you don't deserve to be nurtured. You feel like you don't deserve to take care of yourself. You're subconsciously fucking yourself out of your self-care because you don't think you're worthy of it. So that's where the people around you or you around other people can come in and be like, you deserve this because you're awesome. And this is what's great about you. And this is why I love you. That's the energy of tomorrow. So poop out all the love on your friends and family, everybody. It's going to be beneficial. Yes, 100%. Okay. And that's That's really it about tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) And then Wednesday, nothing really changes. So yes, that's the energy of tomorrow and Wednesday, I would say. Fuck yeah. Easy. Okay, good. And then Thursday, um, the moon is going to go into Leo and right off the bat in the morning, it's going to make that opposition to Pluto. So um, this too is like back, like if you take the time to nurture this, what makes you special and why you're worth it energy, then I think that that could be really cool by the time that we get to Thursday, because then it's like that's it's that emotional alignment with what makes you special versus that the collective, right? And right now, Pluto, that fear, that power, that transformation is in the collective. So it's almost like this, yeah, but this is why you can do it. This is what makes you special. This is how you stand out amongst the crowd. And so what does Thursday, how is that going to come ahead on Thursday? What do you mean? I feel like you didn't finish that. What What is it going to... What's happening okay. on Thursday with that? So yeah, the moon is going to be, it's going to enter Leo. And as this, okay. as soon as it enters Leo, it's going to oppose Pluto in Aquarius. Oh, so it's kind of going to test it a little, right? Is that what that feels like? Or what do you, what does that feel like? To, to me, it kind of just feels like, like, like what I just said, we have that, we have that transformation going on in Aquarius. That's where Pluto's at doing its thing right now. Um, so these, this is like, this is like the power of collective mind, right? When we think of what is going on with Aquarius right now, it's like, what can the collective do to transform things? What is the things that need to be transformed about humanity? And then the moon moves in to make that opposition. And like, I always think of that axis as like Leo shows you what's special about you versus like and how that fits into the collective Aquarius energy. Okay. So like, for instance, if you're really good at cooking 
and you're about to start a cult, very Aquarius, right? Very Aquarius energy. So you're about to start a cult. You're going to know, hey, yeah, in this cult, I'll be the cook, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And that's why I'm saying over the next two days, if you do this whole sharing of what's special about everyone, it's going to kind of help that. And you're going to feel confident. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Because that's Got the it. point. We're in the growing cycle of the moon, yes. right? So this is what we're, we're setting intentions and we're growing things. So Thursday, we're going to want to grow our confidence and our pride in what makes us special. Okay. Then um, as it continues to move through Leo, it's going to not very long after it moves into Leo, then it's going to also square the nodes too. So um, with the nodes today, it's like showing you where you're going. With the nodes by Thursday, it's showing you either A, where your pride is getting in the way of where you're going, or B, where you're not having enough pride to push you in, into where you need to go. Okay. Can, of course, it can go both ways, depending on what yeah, you've been working yeah, yeah. on and where you're at in your life. So ego stuff, yes. Yes. And then also because Mars is also still making a square to Chiron that day. So Thursday's a little bit rough compared to all the rest of the days because there is a lot of squares happening that day. Big squares too, right? But the moon, the moon moves fast. So we won't feel that square for very long. Um, Just, you know, Mars, this Mars square to Chiron. In, in airport and going to Vegas on that day. Yay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how that of how that could even like I don't know I think you'll be fine I, I know think this is most it's just the ego thing is the thing that's going to be the okay we're gonna have to like Cho and I are gonna have pissing contests about something probably or me, <laughs> me and somebody else will have a pissing contest you know Ooh, so. you just made me think like okay so like what if the next two days it's kind of like Maybe you think of like all the vacations you've taken with Cho in the past and you're like, you know, when we went on that last vacation, I noticed that you were really good at this. And then maybe he would say, yeah, and I noticed you were really good at that. Right. And so then when it comes time, you're at the airport and you're like, I need to take charge of the situation because this is what I'm good at. And then maybe it's kind of that honoring like, yes, I'm I'm I know what I'm supposed to be doing and you know what you're supposed to be doing because we are. We are taking action based off of our own natural and innate talents, right? We're not trying to mask or fit into a box that we don't belong in because that's the tricky part with the Aquarius Leo thing. It's like, where do you try to just fit into that group think so that way you're accepted versus where do you go? No, this is what I'm fucking good at. And this is what I have to bring to the table. Take it or leave it. Focus on yourself rather than that pride ego of expectation for the others. What are you good at to bring and then nurture what the other person is good at that they bring? Thank you. Because that's kind of the hang up too, is that like validation, right? Uh, you kind of get trapped in that group think if you're so focused on validation, because then you're going to try to fit yourself into whatever mold you can think of to get that external validation. As to where if you validate your fucking self and you know what you're good at, no matter what's going on in the group think, then all will be good, right? Yep. Okay. Woo! Here we go. <laughs> okay, Friday. Uh, so Friday, probably. the moon is still in Leo. And then on Friday, the moon's going to make a square or a trine, sorry, to Chiron while Mars is still squaring Chiron. 
But then Mars also starts to make a sextile to Uranus. So, again, I think this is like, this is very healing to these identity wounds. And I think it's going to show you some cool things, I guess, about your identity. But also, with that Mars, that Mars part is interesting because Mars squares Chiron, right? So that's like your ambition, your motivation is kind of hindered or frustrated, I guess, by these identity wounds. But then at the same time, your motivation is making a positive aspect to the planet of innovation and forward movement and change and future. So I think the main thing, yeah, the main thing I think with all of this is imposter syndrome. That's it right there. Friday. Don't let imposter syndrome knock you off your wagon. Okay. Okay. You got to own you and own what you are good at and shine that. And let the other person shine at their thing and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. So that'd be like, let's say on Friday, I make a YouTube post and I know that I'm good at what I do, right? Like, let's say, let's just take my own life, for example. It's like, let's say I'm going to make some cool astrology video and I know that I'm good at interpreting astrology. And then let's say I post the video and someone leaves a comment like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You shouldn't have even be astrologer, you piece of shit. Am I going to read that comment and be like, like recoil into myself and right. be like, I should, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I should quit everything. I should just go back to corporate America, you know, or am I going to look at that as like, no, I know myself and I know that I'm good at this. So why am I going to let this one, this wacko comment here, knock me off my whole fucking game. That's the gist. Or it could even be as simple as because the moon's going to be in Leo, right? Yes. Okay. I just had a whole vision because this is stuff that happens to me while I'm on. This is because I'm thinking about vacation because this is where I'll be at this time. Um, <laughs> like, let's say getting ready to go outside, getting ready for a whole day. I don't know what, like, maybe this is a whole day of shopping or whatever. And my shoe breaks like right away. Am I going to let that moment fuck up everything? Or am I going to pull my badass Claire self out of there to be like, Take me to fucking Walmart real quick. I just need to get some flip flops. We're fine. You know, like who the fuck cares? That wasn't a big deal. Don't milk it. Or let's say you've been trying to get back with someone. So maybe you fucked up a relationship. You've been trying to get it back and they want, they want a sincere apology from you. Are you going to let your pride get in the way? You know, so it can go again. It can go both ways. Maybe oh. you need, maybe you need more pride. Or maybe you need to fucking humble yourself. I could see it kind of going both okay. ways. Okay. Woo. All right. This is some big stuff. It isn't like big stuff, but it's internal. So to a lot of people, it is big stuff because they don't pay attention to this stuff. That's what Mer Mercury retrograde is. I know. I think that that's why there's so much. I actually, I really do want to say this. I get annoyed with all of the hype around Mercury right there, right? Mer yeah. <laughs> Mercury <laughs> retrograde. I get annoyed because 
people will build up all this fear around it. And the way that you just said that is why. Because in modern day society, if your fucking Facebook keeps glitching yeah. and it's not working right and you chuck your phone at the fucking wall, it's because you're not going... Like, like this is how we would handle it right if my facebook isn't working right and it keeps glitching i'm like hmm, time to put that down right what's right like well, maybe i should take some time to think right now hmm. yeah you know Same like that's with, like the shoe yeah. yeah like if your shoe yeah. broke, or your car out. breaks down or whatever it's like it's like a forced slowdown is all it is and yes. that's all you need to think of it it's not scary it's not horrible. No, it's, it's just fucking a welcome it's so yes. needed I know. I think at this point, I'm even like, I look forward to Mercury retrograde yep. because I'm just like, can my phone please break today so I don't have to use it? Josh, don't say something. <laughs> ah. But you know, because I like, yes. I look forward yeah. to that slowdown. Okay. No, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> um. Okay. Yes. Okay. Next. Okay. So Saturday, um, the moon is going to enter Virgo, and so after we get off this dramatic flair of leo then we're gonna get into the more hermity i love how virgo is comes right after leo it's so it's such a stark difference i think so then we, we get out of that and we kind of start to hermit ourselves even more internally and really fill out that that taurus energy too and uh start to kind of like hone in on our wisdom our innate wisdom that we already have so maybe that's kind of what the pride leads to right it, it leads to what do you know and maybe how are you applying what you already know mars so mars is going to move off that square to chiron on saturday too and um Saturn is also going to finally move off of its positive aspects to the nodes. So it's going to feel more just like relaxing, detached. Yeah, detached. Yeah. And like, so I feel like that day it's like going to be like not a lot of crazy shit's going to be happening. Not a lot of people are going to be coming at you or asking you for things. You can really utilize that energy to just like get in that cave, you know, and be like, what is going on in this cave? And like, how can I make this cave more enjoyable before I have to open back up to the world again? Okay. And that's honestly the energy for the whole weekend. Okay. That's going to be interesting for you too on vacation now that I'm just thinking. No, about it. I was just thinking that makes so much sense because I don't like humans. I don't like people. I say that all the time, you know? Um, and so when I'm on vacation, those days, weekend days are the ones that I'm like, these are our hotel days. These are the ones that we stay in. I told Cho, cause in one of the hotels, there's like a movie theater. I'm like, we're going to go see this new super Mario movie, you know, like those are going to be those days that we like pool day. We're staying just at the hotel. Um, the other days will be like, okay, we're going to go to area 51 or area 50 whatever meow wolf we're gonna go see a show or we're gonna go whatever you know um but that's perfect like on the days where it will be less busy with people yeah yeah, yeah. because saturday and friday or whatever weekend days there's always way more people out because of the work so i always naturally hermit on the weekends <laughs> however i wanted to say Excuse me, I wanted to say something about like how you love how it comes from Leo to Virgo. So for me, I very much uh, have taken a big humongous look at that because my Mars is in 
uh, Pisces, which is the opposite of Virgo. And so whenever it's in Virgo, I notice that I have a lot of energy, you know? So for me, I always look at it as like, okay, here comes that Leo energy and I can feel it like when the Virgo is amping up in the Leo part of it. So okay. Then I can feel the Leo part in the Virgo part of let me just burn this out. And that means like cleaning my whole house and doing all of the things to ground, to do nothing. Like that's that Virgo no. To kind of get, I, I get you. It's almost like when you go party for a night or whatever, and you go socialize, and then the next day you're just kind of like, I'll do a goddamn thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. And then I also think too that like, I also think too like what I said. Like I think Leo energy is going to help you with this like confidence and this prideful feeling. And then once it goes into um, Virgo, it's kind of like yeah. Now that I learned these what these things are that are so awesome and amazing about me, how can I kind of like cultivate that even further? Like gain more. Like so for me, for instance, let's say it's that the astrology thing. Then maybe um, when the moon moves into Virgo, that would be the time where I'd be like. I'm going to read another astrology book. Right. Or like, I'm going to keep like honing in on that, that stuff I am prideful of. Yeah. How can you like implement that in your daily life? That's the grounding energy. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Is so there anything yeah. else? That's it. That's all of the, that's, that's, that's all I got. Oh, that's not that much. Okay. I don't know if we will end up doing a next week. If we don't, I'm sorry. That's why I'm in Vegas. But maybe because I might be hermity, maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but uh, I did. Let's do the tarot for the week. Okay. The first card is the five of swords. So... Five of swords. Wait. Five. Okay. You may have just suffered a defeat or perhaps come out of a conflict thinking that you have won. However, you are encouraged to check yourself and be very mindful of what is right and wrong in this scenario. The five of swords implies a conflict which can lead to a karmic defeat. Meaning that no matter how the conflict turned out, whether you won or lost, you will suffer a loss. Because in the truth, the conflict is internal. Ha. Okay, so I'm just going to keep going. All right, this one, I don't know why I felt led, but we're doing the sacred cycles. And this one says Mexican sunflower. I have no idea what we're getting in store for with this one. Okay. Usually I pull the like vagina card when I get these this day. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. It says I magnetize my desires. Brilliant and bright Mexican sunflower turns its soft, stunning petals upward. Following the warmth of the summer sunlight, loved by countless pollinators, this vivid blooming, blooming beacon of light invites company connection and resources to it with ease mexican sunflower is a reminder of how your own magnetic energy can draw your desires passion what towards you with effortless simplicity 
All you need to do is tap into your most authentic form of self-expression. This creates a natural radiance, and others may even comment that you are glowing. Embrace the magic and uniqueness within you. There's no hustle, striving, pushing, or prodding needed right now. No need to prove your worth. Wow. No need for song and dance to show the world what you are made of. This is just your time to simply be and to be all of you. A bold, authentic version of your whole self. A time to watch what wanders your way when you let yourself fully shine. Ah, God, that was so good. Yeah, that really just summarized this entire wow. podcast. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, and so with this, this deck, it gives you journal prompts. It says, what part of me has been dormant that is now ready to be expressed? Mm. Okay, so that's that. And then we have self-worship. Look at how pretty. This is all perfect for this, oh. like seriously. Um, And this is the Beltane deck. That's what is happening this weekend. Yeah. All right. So 37. Let's see here. Here we go. Okay. You are in need of some major self-care as you are spread too thin and give too much of yourself to too many people, projects, and ideas. The real spiritual work happens in the moments when you make your well-being a priority. Be a little self-centered and focus on nourishing yourself for a change. Fuck. Okay. Worshiping yourself isn't selfish, but rather it's a sign of self-respect and acknowledgement of the needs to save yourself before you are in a position to help others. This message is amplified when it is combined with indulgence. No. Self-worship can also mean that you have been putting yourself down. Focusing on your flaws rather than seeing how beautiful and worthy you are. How you speak to yourself has more impact than the words of anyone else. And the harsh words that you speak about yourself drain you of your energy. Negative self-talk can create blocks, doubts, and limiting beliefs that will prevent you from experiencing the blessings that are, that are your due. God, that's worded stupid. Okay, this is your reminder to worship yourself and find compassion and forgiveness even for your most unforgiving parts. Huh. Yeah, because that's perfect. Because Chiron and Aries, which is at play a lot in this week, the, the Chiron and Aries is the shit that can knock you off your game, right? And that is when, that's like that shame that we hold inside for our own authentic expression. So like literally this week, the only thing that you really need to watch out for is that right there is that whole, it's like that imposter syndrome or that shame or that guilt or that negative self-talk that is like getting in the way of that, where you're going, that forward movement. And allowing the slowdown, because if you don't, if you're not going to allow the slowdown, then you're going to get frustrated. And then that's going to cause you all of this like grumpiness and that's going to project yuckiness. That's going to get you yuckiness. You know, um, I had this today. <laughs> this is perfect example of Mercury retrograde. So um, my cat box broke. 
how fucking dumb and privileged I am to be having this conversation. But this, I have the litter robot and the cat box broke. It's like a tiny little metal piece inside of this fucking robot. And it's like this tiny little piece is broken. And I had to sit on the fucking phone for 20, 20 hours, 20 minutes, which by the way, I ended up being 54th in line and I had to have them called back. So just the annoyance over annoyance over annoyance. And I was like, I could let this like be pacing around and be whatever. But I decided I'm going to lay down and I'm just going to take this time while I'm on hold. And then my cat, um, which never does this, climbed up on my back. And that's something that my old cat used to do. And I haven't felt that in so long. And it felt so good to have him like on my back. And like he got up on my back. <laughs> come on Whoa, look at you coming out of your shell i know i'm so scared that when we're gone in vegas she's gonna be like oh they hate me now because we're gone but um anyways i used that time to just like fully relax and i went through my body and cleared it out cleared the chakras um, I used it as a time to like meditate rather than pacing around being pissed off that I was on hold for 20 minutes. So Ooh. that's, that's a big thing. Mercury retrograde is always going to frustrate you. That's, that's, it, it can, or you can accept, adapt. I might be going way out on a limb here, but I've also noticed some shit. Like, you know how we talk about Mercury retrograde fucking with shit and people say like technology and cars and whatever. But I think this one has been fucking with people's food, too. Like, oh. like we know our friend got food poisoning or like I've heard from uh, several other people, like even on social media, like people posting pictures of like this restaurant they went to and this food sucks and this came out wrong and like this, that and the other. Uh, say because, that I literally said the whole reason we're going to Vegas is for the food. Well, okay, don't let it scare you. But I think that's another part of this. When you, I guess the reason why this came to my head is from what you just said. One of the things that we've also lost in our hustle culture, fast moving society is that like taste, right? When we we slow down and actually like envelop ourselves in yeah. the experience of eating something or why do you think even. and yeah. i think that's why it's funny that there's all these fuck-ups happening and guess what it's happening in like fast food right yeah. mm -hmm. so i don't know that's just something to also kind mm -hmm. of like when when we talk about this like you're worthy you are so worthy of taking an hour lunch and sitting down and enjoying every little bite of your food. You are fucking worthy of that. You are worthy of lighting an incense in your house and just stopping to smell it and be mm -hmm. like, you know, noticing all the little nuances of scent that you smell in that incense or whatever the fuck it is. Like yeah. you are worthy of that. Get into your body and feel that, feel what it feels like to be alive and let that motivate you. Like you're a living, breathing being for a fucking reason. Be in the moment you know? and enjoy your damn life. And then notice what you're good at as you're doing it. Yes. Like if you make yourself a meal because you're going to say, you know what, Mercury is retrograde in Taurus and I probably shouldn't be eating fast food right now. So I'm going to cook myself a damn meal. I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to pat myself on the fucking back for how bomb ass, you know, how good this fucking meal is that I cooked. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck. <laughs>
<laughs> that's this week. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say to you. Me either. Just that, you know, thanks y'all for watching. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Make sure to check out everything. And if you want to book any sessions with us or whatever, make sure to be looking for all that information. It's listed in, should be in all of the show notes wherever you're seeing this. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you all. And have a good week. Good luck. Happy Mercury retrograde. Happy Taurus season. That's it. Okay. Happy Bye. everything. Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs>